Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Janet T. Fan. Janet T. Fan is an EMEA technology program leader at PwC and the founder and executive director of Thriving Elements, a nonprofit dedicated to creating access and opportunities for underserved, underrepresented girls with long-term one-on-one mentorship in the STEM fields. She is an advocate for mentorship, bridging the gender disparity in the STEM fields, funding for higher education, bridging the digital divide, and women in leadership. Her vision is to develop and empower young women in STEM to make a sustainable impact and inspire the next generation of women leaders. Well, good afternoon, Janet. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Brian. Awesome, Jen. I appreciate you jumping on. And I know that you're uh, from the United States, but you are currently uh, living in Switzerland, which is really, really cool. And and Janet, as as you may know, I've interviewed guests from all over the world, 30 countries and growing. So this is always exciting and fun. So Janet, let's jump into the questions. You've got quite the background in tech, working as a program manager, and now Europe's technology program leader for PwC. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success? Yes, absolutely. And uh, I, I also wanted to mention that it's been beautiful being here in Switzerland and being able to snowboard the, the Swiss Alps. So I'm glad that you opened your opportunity and the podcast up to uh, global leaders. Um, so to answer your question, what drives me and contributes to my success? I would say there are three things. Uh, one, my mentors, um, the ability to communicate uh, to different backgrounds, and then also uh, the the drive for execution. So with the first one, my mentors, uh, they are they are and have been people who are in a position to create access and opportunities um, for me and believe in me, especially with my my background. So my parents are refugees from Vietnam after the Vietnam War, and um, coming to America, it's not easy uh, as uh, someone growing up in it to to not have the network. Um, so my mentors have been instrumental to get me get me here. Um, I think it's also uh, in the technology field, you need to communicate with so many different people in order for it to be effective for the technology to be effective. Um, so because I come from a background where my typical family dinner table conversations aren't the same as my American friends, um, what I have developed, Brian, is the ability to explain what is needed from different organizations to other organizations in their language. Meaning, um, for example, explaining the functionality of a platform to the business in which the platform is going to be implemented to or explaining technical issues to the business. So they understand why there is a delay or why um, the functionality that they're requesting is gonna take a little bit longer even though the functionality may seem very simple. I think that's important when you are in a technical program management role because you're dealing with people with different backgrounds. So being able to bring that communication into a a way that the different types of backgrounds understand what I'm talking about. And then the third one would be execution. So 
um, when I come into a program, it's either, hey, Janet, there's a program that we have a vision for and we need to uh, develop and implement this platform. Or it's, hey, Janet, there's a program. It's been running for two or three years. We haven't been able to get the platform across the finish line for, for the business. Come help us. And I think it's been my commitment and endurance to deliver on programs and help solve problems that are worth fighting for. So for example, what is it that may be hindering user experience when the platform is being rolled out? Or is there a financial impact on the way a contract is structured for the different countries that are involved? Um, or is there um, a way to eliminate redundancy when it comes to processes, processes, policies, regulations? Um, so I think keeping that in mind, um, it can be um, daunting and overwhelming uh, to people. And I think my ability to, I think the endurance in that is key because some people might give up after being told no one, two, three, four times. But if it's a problem that I believe is worth fighting for, for, for the people of the platform who are using the platform, who are responsible for the platform, then um, that has given me the ability to, I believe, be successful in this space. Awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. I think it's so important around uh, program, uh, running a program, Janet, and the communication is so key. And the fact that you can translate to the business, the message um, is, is so important. And, you know, I've, I've spent some time in, in a similar role to you as well. And so I, I totally get it. And I think that's a great share. So Janet, as you know, this platform celebrates women in tech and STEM. Could you share with us why mentorship and STEM is so important to you? Yes, absolutely. And uh, so great, friend, that you opened this opportunity um, for women in tech and in STEM. Um, so mentorship in STEM is important for me because, first of all, my mentors have been able to give me a different perspective. They are able to see more in me than I see in myself. Uh, and they are someone who can, uh, I can confide in with my professional challenges. For example, when I was in an IT internship, um, I shared with my mentor, hey, I, um, I get so nervous when I'm presenting in front of people and public speaking. I know I need to work on this. And so he gave me all of these opportunities in the, in, during my internship. Um, and then we would even plant people in, in the meeting to let them know that, hey, I need feedback about my presentation um, afterwards. So then I got all this feedback and then I would have more and more opportunities to practice and practice. And so that was, that was very helpful. And I will also reiterate um, what I said before is that my mentors have created access to opportunities for me that I wouldn't otherwise have. So um, I, but I also asked for it, meaning Mentoring is a two-way street, um, but it needs to be driven by the mentee in order for the mentor to know what they can help with. And this is why 
um, it's important for um, the the mentees of thriving elements. This is the point that we really press with them. Like, hey, we have provided you this STEM mentor, and it is up to you to take advantage of the access and opportunities that we provide you. That's awesome. And I think mentorship is so, so important. And uh, we talk about that a lot on our show, and we partner with some other people in technology, CEOs, uh, Silicon Valley CEOs that give back and mentor. And and that's something that um, I take pride in is mentoring. And I mentor uh, people as just as we speak today. So thank you for sharing that. And yeah. Janet. Oh, sorry. I have one more point, if that's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just also want to, I, I like what you're saying about you mentoring people um, in, in these areas. And I'm sure you've come across a plethora of personalities and skill sets in these areas. And that's why I think it's also important that we need to, um, shift the narrative of STEM careers and tech in particular, because I'm in the tech area, um, in order to expand it, to make it more appealing to women. For example, um, when leaders talk about getting more um, women or girls into tech, we talk about, let's get them into computer programming classes. But I think that's the wrong message. I think we need to expand it and say, hey, um, the personalities and skill sets of all people are relevant in making sure that technology is effective. And there are many career paths, such as project management, cybersecurity, design, legal, um, just to name a few that, that aren't coding. Because if you get somebody into coding and they say, oh, I don't like coding, that means I'm not good for tech. Then we lose out on talent that could have been a huge, made a huge impact in the effectiveness of technology. Awesome. Thank you for sharing, Janet. I appreciate it. And Janet, are you leveraging any new or emerging tech in your tech stack? If not, maybe there's a cool tool or app you found that you might be able to share with us today. Yes. So excited. Yes. This question. So um, for Thriving Elements, the mentoring program, um, it's the nonprofit that I run. We um, are looking at two things, one automation and two machine learning, specifically sentiment analysis. I know that automation has been around for a long time, but I'd like to highlight the value of this with our audience today, because I, I want them to, to encourage them to think about processes that have been repetitive, um, even your own thought process and how you make decisions. And so while we naturally review data and we, in our heads, we know uh, the different types of data and how we put them together um, and helping to make a decision all of that can be put in an algorithm so the decision can be made for you based, based on the data. So that's, and I'm talking about objective data. And now where the machine learning and specific to sentiment analysis comes in is subjective data. So as you are reviewing your data set um, and looking at the, the written responses, the subjective data, um, 
that can be built in an algorithm as well. And so that's what we use at Thriving Elements to figure out the best mentor-mentee matches based on responses of mentors and mentees when they have had one-on-one quick speed networking sessions with uh, various mentors and mentees so that we can make a best match. And then we will also go back into the application and take a look at what was their response for why they wanted to be in the program in the capacity of a mentor or mentee. And so that sentiment analysis, while it's, it's quite tricky, this is what we are working on um, to help us with uh, our mentoring program. Awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. And I think it's great that we can leverage um, some technology to assist you know, us humans, right? And some of our behavioral and behavioral analysis. So thank you. And Janet, last question, if you could briefly just share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in, you know, tech or leadership. Um, Yes. So if I haven't already messaged this, I believe that um, those who are looking to grow their career in technology or leadership to get a mentor. It's so instrumental and they don't teach us how to do it in schools or in the workplace. And so there are many articles out there that share tips on how to be a mentor or how to be um, a good mentee. Um, And so if you're looking to grow your career, look up articles on how to be a good mentee. Um, And one of the key things on when you are working with a mentor, it's like you need to be in the driver's seat of developing and maintaining that mentoring relationship. And I can't stress how important that is. Um, So um, as I mentioned before, this is one of the key things that we impress upon for the mentor, the mentees of thriving elements. So uh, for this audience, if you're interested in being a STEM mentor to a proactive, ambitious, underserved, underrepresented girl who can really use her help, and to create access and opportunities for them, then I would encourage you to apply to be a mentor so you can experience what our mentors are experiencing, which are mentees who who are thriving and really, really growing because of one mentor's support. Amazing. Thanks again, Janet, for sharing that. I think what you're doing is is awesome and you're you're really helping lead the charge, so to speak, and opening this field wide, wide open to Uh, young women that are interested in technology and STEM. So thank you. And Janet, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Yeah, great. Thanks. It was really fun. Bye for now. 